0: A lot of times when we're looking for a house, we're thinking about what our needs are in the present moment. But what happens if you're looking at purchasing something and living in it for the long term, like the really long term? In this episode, we talk about ways you can make your current home or the home you're searching for fit your lifestyle for the long term. This episode is called Aging in Place. Thanks for tuning in to the Realtor Moms Podcast. I'm Tasha. And I'm Jamie. We're full-time realtors in the FM and surrounding areas and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes and try to keep our kids alive. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. Today we're talking about kind of a new term that maybe a lot of people haven't heard of. Yes. We call it aging in place. So um, maybe you've never heard of that at all or maybe that's something you're really familiar with, but essentially it's Thinking about your home, whether it's the home that you're in or a home that you're interested in purchasing and, and side note, this may be all about you. This may be about somebody, you know, this may be about somebody of the older generation, the younger generation with some mobility issues. There's a, there's a lot of ways that this can apply to people that aren't just necessarily grandmas and grandpas. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So we've kind of put together a list like our top 10, um, things to think about when considering aging in place.
1: Perfect. Well, number one on the list is shower grab rails. Uh, it's just really important to have them available, and they don't necessarily mm-hmm. have to be in the shower. Totally, they can, they can be in the wall. You know, we've seen multi-purpose ones that can also be used as a tall rack. You know, it, there's some great
0: options. Right, right. And another thing about the bathroom is maybe you currently have a tub in yes. your bathroom. Tubs, as you know, if you're concerned about future mobility issues, or even you know, if you're about to have knee surgery, stepping over the threshold of the side of a tub can be uh, a little more challenging than maybe changing that to a step in shower or a zero threshold shower where you don't have to worry about stepping over that ledge. Um, another shower or bathroom thing is having a wand style shower head, and that too, if you need to maybe be seated during a shower. Um, it's, it's nice to be able to grab that wand and and sort of use that for showering rather than just having that fixed shower head mounted to the wall. So yeah, a couple things for the bathroom.
1: How about number two? Well, definitely one thing to think about is having handles, not
0: knobs on all your cabinets. Right, right. Just for um, the use of your hands, hanging on to or pulling on a Handle can be, can require a little less dexterity specifically than um, grabbing onto a small knob. And kind of the same thing goes for um, like your front door, even. Uh, Sometimes people have a front door with those really pretty curved handles, but then they have like a thumb button. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And and they're beautiful doorknobs, but they can be a little bit more difficult for somebody with, you know, less dexterity in their hands to operate. And you want to make sure getting in that front door is certainly accessible. Number three,
1: stairway handrails. Well, the right? handrails. Well, I'm of the opinion that all houses, all houses should have stairway handrails. Yeah, they totally should. I mean, this is coming from someone who's klutzy. So uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> I mean, all around, it's just right. a safety issue and should be addressed. Mm-hmm. And we're talking inside and outside. Correct. I mean, as realtors, if there's a handrail going up the steps, we're grabbing it every time. Yes. In the winter, there's ice. There's snow. This is just a, a great place from any standpoint for an added safety measure is having that handrail. I
1: actually was with a realtor last night that biffed it on the ice. So. Uh, see, it <laughs>
0: happens to us all. Oh, to all of us. <laughs> um, next thing is uh, kind of item number four, fewer thresholds and flooring transitions. Yes. So if that sounds like a bunch of uh, mumbo jumbo, basically what we're talking about is you know where your bedroom carpet meets your laminate flooring in the living room. For example, if you had all of the same flooring in those two rooms, if they're on the same level, um, you wouldn't necessarily need to put in a transition strip there. It's just one less thing to potentially trip over. Correct. So if you have more of the same flooring, you've just got fewer things in the way of walking. Um, And maybe you're not thinking that that would ever be an issue, but uh, something to to consider if you're talking about aging in place.
1: Other thing we should bring up for number Mm -hmm. five is lighting.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a All great one. Sorts
1: of lighting, cabinet lighting to outlets, you know, built-in lighting. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Have you seen now you can get outlet covers that actually have a little nightlight, like, built into them. Yes. I think some of them are even photolight sensitive. So meaning they just come on in the evening and when it's light enough in that area, they, they turn off on their own. I
1: actually have that in my stairs going up to my second yeah, level. And yeah. And I absolutely love that because it's dangerous when it's mm-hmm. dark out and you can't see up or down the stairs. Right. I think and that's again, great for I'm clumsy, anybody. so I'll fall yeah. down
0: the stairs don't if fall. I didn't have it. Don't, don't fall. <laughs> but, and, and mm-hmm. same with, like you mentioned, under cabinet lighting. You yes. know, as as we get older, maybe our eyes aren't quite as good as they once were. And it's always dark underneath those cabinets, especially if you like a darker countertop or a dark backsplash. So having some of that light that you can turn on that's underneath those cabinets is really helpful. Same with dimmers and switches on lamps and overhead lighting, just to help you control the amount of light um, to make things easier to see. Uh, number six, master bedroom and bathroom on main floor. Okay, yes, that would be great for everybody, right? Yes. That seems like an obvious one. And maybe that's something that you just think about if, if you're looking at moving into a, a different home. But if there's a way that you can be in the home that you're in and move your master bedroom down to the main level, that's certainly something that can help fewer stairs that you're going up and down and just help with uh, keeping that a more comfortable place to be in longer.
1: Well, one thing that we see quite often is even when people are looking to downsize from that big, beautiful home, mm-hmm. what what can we do to even find a way to put that laundry room or that washer yes, the and dryer on the main level as well? Mm-hmm. And and there are lots of conversations I know you and I have both had on you know with clients on that. Yes. So you know, how can we run plumbing? Can we find a space that will work mm-hmm. without it being an eyesore? So something like that too can really. help with the aging in place process
0: all those things that maybe you don't think of that you really need every single day in your home or almost every single day like you said like the laundry too so master bedroom and a bathroom and laundry on the main floor where your kitchen and living room spaces are very important uh Number seven, pots and pans drawers or pullouts. So in the yeah. kitchen. How many times can you not get
1: right back into oh, the yeah. back of the drawer? You, you <laughs> just can't unless that is
0: built in. Can I tell you how many expired spices i found in the very, very back of my, on my cabinet? Because I can't get, even get back in there. And this, the pullouts are great for, um, you know, even the eye level cabinets. It just seems like when they're way in the back, <laughs> they kind of get forgotten about. And then too, having pots and pans, which are heavy in their own right, Correct. in a drawer that you can pull all the way out and just you know grab Lift it right yeah up. right at that level and set it up on the countertop rather than getting down crawling back into that bottom cabinet and pulling out that heavy pots and pan pot or pan, um, it's just something that certainly helps. Yes, well, n- number you know eight.
1: Num- number eight, not <laughs> nine, eight generator outlets.
0: Yeah, so maybe this is something you would need, maybe not, but something to think about if there's a member of your family who who needs constant electricity, whether it be for a monitor of some sort or an oxygen machine or anything. You know, are we're lucky that our electrical systems and companies in in this community are really really reliable, um, but. It's something that you can do and you can add almost to any home where they can put in an outlet for you that you can run a generator in times of need. And maybe it's just something, maybe you've got freezers full of, you know, frozen food. <laughs> you can put anything on those, on those um, circuits so that in the event that you would ever lose power, um, it maintains electricity to those outlets or potentially to the entire house for you.
1: Number nine, we're going to talk about number nine next is kind of if you're moving or whether you're staying put, looking into finding an association that takes care of lawn or snow, Mm -hmm. or if you find a home that isn't in an association, kind of setting up that lawn and snow care. And there are plenty of landscaping companies in the area that can help you with that. But that's another thing that really can take take some pressure off you as you're trying to get rid of some of that extra added stress on your body totally
0: with this I mean it's a lot of work it is it is and I would say you know hiring someone on a per time basis is generally like for snow removal for example is generally more expensive than contracting with someone and and even contracting with someone is probably going to be more expensive than a lot of the associations that are out there where you could purchase a home in an association and for a pretty marginal fee pretty small fee um, they include snow removal and lawn mowing for you not only is that great because it's one less thing on your to-do list but then the house never looks vacant Correct. Um, if you're gone maybe you travel in the winter maybe yeah, you fly south for bird? the winter maybe you are the person <laughs> i'm jealous of every, hey. t- every year <laughs> you don't have to rely on your friends or family members and make that call every year like will you you know blow my snow while we're gone um, that kind of stuff can get taken care of for you so definitely something to think about uh, number 10 This one's a little bit harder to do in an existing home, but not always impossible. It's widen the doorways or alternatively, look for a home that has a little bit wider doorways. And we're talking both to the outside and to the garage and that kind of thing, but also bedroom doors, bathroom doors. You know, any door that you're going to be ingressing or egressing or going through, um, having it wider just makes it a little more accessible should you ever need anything like a wheelchair or a walker, even if it's temporarily. Heck, even coming in carrying groceries from the garage is easier if you've got a wider (laughs) doorway.
1: Yeah,
0: precisely.
1: Well, that is our top 10 list with a few bonus points in there (laughs) for having accessible and adaptable living uh, as you age in place. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Just think,
0: you could hear from us every day if we were your Realtors. So give us a call or shoot us a text, send a smoke signal, or find us on Facebook. However you do it, just reach out. We'd love to hear from you. And be sure to subscribe. Find more episodes at RealtormomsPodcast.com or iTunes. This podcast is produced by Tasha Barrett and
1: Jamie R. Swenson of Park Company Realtors, 4170 41st Avenue South, Fargo, North Dakota.